0: Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday, August the 3rd episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kirk Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And once again, it is Tuesday morning and we are very fortunate to have uh, the very busy Dr. J.B. Hickson with us again this morning uh, to talk about some very seriously critical issues information that we feel that we need to pass to our listeners. Um, I want to reference uh, this in this way. The information that we're going to be giving you today is extremely sensitive. Um, We are not giving you this information to engender fear, but to remind you that The hope for every man, woman, and child on this planet is Jesus Christ, and he owns it. He's in control. He is our hope, and we want you to remember that above anything else you hear today. uh, We will be discussing some very uh, serious uh, topics today, Um, mainly uh, direct evidence of a widespread conspiracy to promote fear to control food to confiscate firearms and to abolish freedom in this country um, i like to call it the government 4f program and it's a just a totally different 4f program than you were familiar with as a kid uh, but it's every bit as, as real And it's every bit as dangerous to the American way of life as you can possibly imagine. And after we discuss uh, this with you today, uh, we'll give you some references where you can go and verify the information. It is real. It is not pretty. Uh, But it is a fact. And we need to be aware of the facts when considering how to deal with it going forward. So, uh, very fortunate to have J, uh, Dr. J.B. Hickson with us again this morning to discuss some of this. Uh, he's done some massive amount of research on this and has got some really important, uh, information to share with us regarding this. So J.B., uh, welcome again this morning. We're really happy to have you, uh, with us this morning. Uh, what, uh, there's, some, I know there's some definite things you'd like to talk about this morning uh, regarding COVID-19, uh, the the possibility that it's a hoax, uh, and, you know, actually the likelihood that it is, uh, and we've kind of uncovered some facts uh, due to research that we've done that uh, that you'd probably like to share with us today. So why don't you begin doing that if you would, sir? Curtis, you, Curtis. It is,
1: boy, I tell you, it's so encouraging to uh, count you among my friends and to be able to dialogue with you offline and uh, just, you know, iron sharpens iron type of conversations. I really appreciate uh, the work that Christian Underground News Network is doing, uh, not only in uncovering uh, the truth about such a, a world-changing event, uh, but also just in your weekly uh, biblical messages. Uh, uh, that Dick uh, gives and other guests that you've had on, and just the fact that uh, all that you do and stand for at uh, Christian Underground News Network is rooted in the infallible and errant, uh, influential Word of God. So thank you for that.
0: Uh, um, amen. And we feel the same way about you, JB. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Well, I want to clarify something you said just a moment ago. Um, it's not a possibility or a likelihood. It's an incontrovertible fact. Uh, that the uh, control of controlovirus scandemic, as I call it, has been engineered uh, for decades and is being rolled out uh, by the likes of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and many other Luciferians that uh, sit atop Satan's kingdom on Earth in this present age. Uh, I've talked about it for many years, uh, for at least 15 years in my books and in uh, some of our DVDs and conferences, how Satan has been trying to take over uh, this world for his own. He's uh, trying to usher in a one-world, satanic, tyrannical system uh, in which he requires everyone to worship him. We know this is true biblically, and we know from Scripture the rough timeline in terms of God's plan of the ages. And we know that um, the church, the bride of Christ, will be rescued before the great and terrible day of the Lord, or the time of Jacob's trouble, that that seven-year tribulation period that Daniel and Jesus and many Old Testament prophets and New Testament writers talk about, uh, but that does not mean that we as believers uh, will be rescued before uh, things get really bad. Right. We will, We are promised that we won't go through the Great Tribulation and be sitting under the Antichrist reign of terror, but uh, there's nothing that precludes the one world system from already uh, being in place if the Lord carries his coming uh, prior to the rapture. And so, and in fact, many believers throughout this, the 2,000 years of church age have faced tyrannical persecution, martyrdom, and horrific uh, times. And so uh, we want to be clear that uh, we're not suggesting that somehow uh, all is going to be a bed of roses and then the Lord will rescue us and then it'll get bad. Uh, it, it's, it's looking more and more like it's quite the contrary. Um, This is a pretty heavy subject for me. I have been exposing the last two weeks in my Wednesday series called What in the World is Going On, uh, how the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab seem to be in the driver's seat at this time. They're not alone. There are many co-conspirators with Satan that are helping to usher in this uh, world uh, of of tyranny. Uh, But uh, certainly that's a, a great place to start, and we've really exposed a lot of information, and. Uh, tomorrow night, I will get to the third installment in the series. And I have to tell you, Curtis, um, I really believe tomorrow's message may be the most important message I've ever preached in 32 years of ministry. Ooh, uh, it wow. is that important. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it, it is, it uh, is you know, something that everybody needs to hear. Uh, you can tune in live at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Uh, so that would be 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, and 4 Alaska time. Uh, six o'clock Mountain Time tomorrow night at the Not By Works website and live stream it, or of course as always, uh, the video and podcast uh, will be posted, uh, you know, by tomorrow night late in the evening. So but I do want you to please spread the word, uh, listeners, and uh, plan to, to listen to that. And today, what we want to do on this uh, podcast with the Christian Underground News Network is just sort of. Uh, Lay the foundation a little bit, whet your appetite, and kind of give you a little bit of a primer of what's coming. Um, And, you know, I want to start with a a couple of quotes and then some scripture. Um, You know, Edmund Burke famously said, and this is a a widely overused quote, but it's never been more apropos than it is right now. He said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men uh, to do nothing. And right. uh, I believe that many Christians have been lulled into a state of complacency, and they are being deceived. Mm-hmm. We know from second Timothy three thirteen that deception will get worse and worse. We know that Satan is the great deceiver. and uh, and uh, you know we've been so propagandized and mind controlled by the mainstream media that we can't even uh, really recognize a lie when it when it comes up. It's not. It's not even something that people contemplate. They just assume what they're hearing is the narrative. And uh, you know, uh, uh, Hitler famously said, and this is a quote. I mean, this is a paraphrase, but essentially, uh, in the big lie, there is a sort of credibility. In other words, it's, it's often called the big lie concept that the bigger the lie, the easier it is to believe. And uh, and that's what's happening. So. We'll get into some of the details of that in a moment, but first I want to offer another uh, quote that has really uh, encouraged me, uh, and that's from uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, speaking of Hitler, uh, who said, silence in the face of evil is evil itself. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak, not to act is to act, and I mentioned that quote uh, in my Part two of the What in the World is Going On series last week. And it just reminds me that we do have a a duty to to really speak out about these matters. So, you know, Scripture is clear that in in the last days perilous times will come. Um, We believe as we look at the landscape and survey geopolitical events going on around us that we are living in the last of the last days. Uh, we know that the spirit of the antichrist is already at work. We we don't have to wait till the antichrist comes and takes control of the world, which won't happen until after the church has been rescued. But his spirit's already at work, and he's out there uh, deceiving. Uh, Paul said in First Timothy 4:1 that the spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah. that's uh, unquestionably applicable to the church age in Paul's uh, epistle and uh, Paul in 2nd Thessalonians, Thessalonians says let no one deceive you by any means and so uh, I know it, what we're about to talk about and we've touched on it the last couple of uh, sessions I believe maybe at least last week's uh, podcast with the Christian Underground News Network but uh, we, this is going to be hard
0: for some people to really get their hands around yes. and so what I know you
1: would say, and I echo it, is, you know is don't believe what we're saying just because we say it. Uh, there's no excuse in this age of information for you not to do your own research and go out and double-check what we're saying. That's correct. Um, I'm reminded
0: of uh, something that uh,
1: William Blum said. I quoted this in my Spirit of the Antichrist uh, series. Uh, he died in 2018, but he was a key figure in U.S. foreign policy. He was a a part of the U.S. State Department, and uh, he said uh, in uh, in his book uh, that came out in the year 2000, I believe the title of it was Rogue State, A Guide to the World's Only Superpower. He said, quote, and and this guy's on the inside. He knows. He knows what some of the Luciferian co-conspirators are doing and and how they've been working for literally centuries uh, to roll out the one world system. Listen to this quote. He said, no matter how paranoid or conspiracy minded you are, what the government is actually doing is worse than you imagine.
0: Oh boy. Yeah.
1: Let me say that again. No matter how paranoid or conspiracy minded you are, what the government is actually doing is worse than uh, you
0: imagine. Yeah. I, I think our, I think our government history kind of bears that out. No question. And uh, and I've
1: dealt with that in one of the videos in our Spirit of the Antichrist series, which is available uh, at myworks.org, where we talk about eugenics and, and some of the uh, some of those things. And last week in our Wednesday series that is ongoing, we did talk about depopulation. But um, so the fact of the matter is, uh, let, let's kind of talk about these experimental uh, bio injections. And uh, they are not vaccines, they're experimental bio-injections. And, uh, and let's just kind of lay it out there. These uh, The fact of the matter is 93% of all vaccines that begin the testing process fail and never make it out of the testing process. Right. These vaccines for COVID-19 have never been approved. Uh, I'm going to be showing you tomorrow night. I'll have screenshots of the CDC's own website showing that they have received emergency use authorization, or EUA, and have never received official approval. There is a difference between authorization and approval. Right. Authorization is to basically allow. Yeah, we'll let you. We'll let you inject these in people. Approval is to confirm or to sanction formally and say, okay, we stand behind these. Um, but they have not approved them. They've only uh, authorized them. And by way of comparison, if you think back to 1970s and the 1976 swine flu debacle, where even Henry Ford was shown on TV getting the the swine flu vaccine, it it was given emergency use authorization, uh, never approved, and the campaign was abruptly canceled after only 53 deaths. Yeah. Canada, uh, our neighbors to the north, uh, after they saw the first five deaths from the swine flu vaccine in the U.S., uh, they said, man, we're, we're shutting it down. And uh, so they, they stopped it. And yet uh, here we are today with an experimental uh, vaccine, as they call it, it's an injection, uh, that uh, by their own numbers as of July 23rd, has seen 12,000 deaths.
0: Mm, mm, Let me just
1: think about that, Curtis, 12,000 deaths. Um, And they are using uh, this so-called pandemic for one reason and only one reason, to get the vaccine out there. They wanted to get people injected. that that I want people to hear and to understand, and I'll say it again and again, and I'll repeat it again and again tomorrow night, is that it's not about the virus, it's about the vaccine. Right. It's about getting people to take this vaccine, and mm-hmm. in a moment you and I are going to talk about how this globalist goal of a pan-influenza, pan-coronavirus injection that everyone on the earth takes has been touted and publicized, talked about, written about in journal articles
0: for more than 20 years. Right. And uh, so this is the rollout
1: of a long uh, intended plan. Uh, But if you go to the VAERS system, now most of your listeners by now are probably familiar with VAERS. That's V-A-E-R-S. It stands for the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. The government-run system on the CDC site that... Uh, allows people who get a vaccine to uh, report when they have adverse side effects. It's totally voluntary, uh, but it's been uh, used since, you know, back in the days of uh, Reagan and beyond. And uh, I've mentioned this, I believe, last week on your show, that in the the 13-year and four-month period, starting August 1st, 2007, to November 30th, 2020, the total deaths reported in the VAERS system uh, from any and all vaccines was 3,001. Then starting December 1st, when they began injecting people with the COVID experimental bioinjection, from December 1st to July 23rd, so just 10 days ago roughly, uh, just from the, the three COVID vaccines that are illegal in uh, the US, uh, we've seen 12,000 deaths. Mm. So in a, you know, in a in basically a, you know, nine month period, we've seen 12,000 deaths from the COVID experimental injection. Whereas for 13 year, more than 13 years from all other vaccines combined, we only saw 3,000 deaths. Well, wow.
0: JB, and- JB, a, a quick question here. Um- do you think i mean contrast that's quite a contrast uh, we shut it down after 50 only 53 adverse reactions uh on the swine flu and canada shut down after only uh, the first five uh, it would indicate to me that we have a far less humanitarian government system now than we than we had back then
1: Oh, no question. Uh, It's they're lying to us through their teeth. Uh, Never. Don't forget what Bloom uh, said that uh, what what they're doing to us is far worse than you can imagine. So these numbers that I'm giving you are from their own websites. Now we're going to talk in a second about, uh, you know, how those numbers are are vastly understated, but their own data. I mean, tomorrow night I'm going to put up the website on the screen, but. Twelve thousand deaths in the last eight months. Forty-one thousand hospitalizations. Sixty-five thousand people in urgent care. Eighty-nine thousand doctors' office visits as a result of having taken the vaccine. These are from the VAERS COVID data, COVID vaccine data. Uh, By the way, it's a total of nearly five hundred and nineteen thousand reports
0: of one kind or
1: another. So over half a million since July twenty-third. It's it's higher than that now. over 4,000 reports of anaphylaxis shot, 3,700, 3,700 reports of Bell's palsy as a result of taking this thing, 3,700. Watch this. 1,272
0: miscarriages reported oh officially by the CDC. Yeah. 4,800 heart attacks,
1: 3,200 cases of myocarditis and pericarditis, 12,808 people permanently disabled. 12,808 people are disabled. You add that to the 12,000 deaths, You know that's over 20,000 people. 22,000 people experienced a severe allergic reaction. Uh-huh. Over 11,000 of the reports that did not result in death were life-threatening. So again, uh, you also need to keep in mind that Harvard released a study back in 2011 uh, at the request of the VAERS system, the CDC, the people that run the VAERS system, they wanted to know how many of these reports uh, are we missing. In other words, of the people that report adverse effects from a vaccine, uh, how many more are not reporting it because it is voluntary? Right. And they did a, a scientific study, and they discovered that. And this, I've got the quote from uh, the, the article, uh, the a 2011 report by Harvard Bill of Health Care for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, quote, fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events are
0: reported. Oh, my goodness. So these numbers could be far higher.
1: It could be 100 times worse. Uh, So that 12,000 deaths reported from the COVID experimental bioinjection represents only 1% of what could be out there. Oh, no. So here's my question. Here's my question. When you think back to the beginning of this, uh, uh, you know, this pandemic, and they were showing on every screen of every major network, Fox News, CNN, et cetera, that counter in the corner, that usually the top right or the bottom right, that was a ticker that was going up every time a new case was reported, every time someone died.
0: Mm-hmm. Where's the
1: counter and where's the ticker for these vaccine deaths? Yeah, where 12, is that? 1,000 is a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, how come we don't have a counter and going for that? Yeah,
1: half a million cases. In fact, I screenshotted... Uh, Screenshot that happened to be from CNN back during the pandemic, the height of it last year. That screenshot happens to show seven hundred seventy-six thousand five hundred thirteen alleged cases of COVID. Well, that's not far different from half a million cases of people that have had adverse, serious side effects from taking right. the vaccine. Right. Why don't we? Why don't we educate people on that? Why aren't we showing that on the screens? Yeah. Uh, the reason is it's not about the uh, the pandemic of the virus. It's about getting people to take this jab. Um, And by the way, we mentioned this, uh, I believe it was last week, that uh, uh, Attorney Tom Renz, who has become one of my heroes as I have followed him for the last couple of weeks and listened to his interviews, uh, he has filed a lawsuit on behalf of America's Frontline Doctors uh, with a, a... uh, whistleblowers sworn declaration under under threat of perjury and affidavit uh, saying that the the CDC is covering up the actual reports to theirs, and that according to this data that this whistleblower has leaked out, uh, again, this is from directly from the CDC, not a fact in dispute. Uh, there are forty five thousand deaths so far that have been reported to theirs they're only making it look like it's quote, only 12,000, which is still four times the amount of all deaths for the previous 13 and a half years.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, and you know this, uh, is, this is not hard to believe in light of the information that we're about to uh, to give the folks. Uh, that's
1: right. And uh, and just again, I and mean, we'll get to that here maybe after the break, but just, just to, to make sure people understand the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Uh, in, in Europe, Something similar to the Vair's system. It's called uh, uh, Udravigilance, uh, uh, and uh, and and according to their internal system, where people report uh, and doctors, and, uh, and physicians, and so forth report adverse effects from the COVID vaccines over there. Through July 3rd, there have been 17,503 people that have died, and 1.7 million. adverse drug reactions for COVID-19 shots. Again, all of this readily available on government websites. So I guess what I'm saying is people need to stop listening to the news and recognize something very, very sinister uh, is uh, going on. Um, We see doctor after doctor that has come out. I mentioned last Wednesday in our series, uh, hundreds of thousands of doctors, and I gave you example after example of massive gatherings and Spain, and France, and all across Europe, here in America, of, of credentialed top scientists, doctors, and surgeons speaking out and saying, stop the madness, this is all a scam. Uh, and I guess, according to the official narrative, all hundreds of thousands of those doctors must be stupid, uh, and the other doctors that are promoting this are the real smart ones. Um, but this is not just some obscure speculation from a couple of guys like me and you and a few other you know, conspiracy websites. This is mainstream uh, news. And by the way, there have been three uh, countries that have refused to uh, allow the vaccine in their country, and all three of them, their heads of state were assassinated. Yeah, like Haiti. Uh, and within days after Haiti's president was assassinated, the new president rolled out the vaccine.
0: What a uh, so what, what a what a himself. coincidence! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fairly coincidental. So, yeah. So we've got you know Dr. Michael Yeadon,
1: for example, who was the, the VP of experimental COVID injections at uh, VP of Pfizer uh, before he quit in protest, and he talks about the experimental COVID injections and says, "quote This is entirely possible that it is being used as a massive scale depopulation." Yeah. Or you've got uh, uh, you know Dr. Uh, Charles Hoff. Many people have talked about him in light British Columbia. Canada, uh, how he said this vaccine is quite clearly more dangerous than COVID-19 itself. He's got 60% of his patients that took the vaccine who have blood clots based on a D-dimer test that he's been doing. He says these shots are causing huge damage and the worst is yet to come, quote unquote. Uh, we've got, you know, uh, he, he's done several symposiums with multiple doctors. You can watch the, the Zoom uh recordings of those symposiums that are all talking about how the majority of vaccinated patients could have permanent heart damage and some of them die within three years. Wow. There's Dr. Byron Bridal, uh, who, who along with a hundred colleagues uh, has blown the whistle about how the spike proteins in this experimental injection are causing serious problems. He said, quote, we made a big mistake. We didn't realize it until now. We thought the spike protein was a great target antigen. We never knew the spike protein itself was a toxin and was a pathogenic protein so by vaccinating people we are inadvertently inoculating them with a toxin yeah, quote.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, so i think we're about out of time for this first session but i wanted people to understand that the evidence out there is overwhelming this is not a conspiracy theory it's evidence uh, and uh, for those who take the time to look at it uh, it makes perfect sense in the second half of today's program we'll
0: get into kind of the script and how they uh, rolled this out. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's going to be some, well, some pretty intense information. Uh, so, uh, we need to, need to give you that disclaimer. Uh, but it, it's not something that you're going to want to turn a deaf ear to. You're going to want to listen to this closely, uh, take down some notes and we will give you some places that you can go to, uh, to verify the information that we give you today. Um, so please be sure to stay with us here as we take a brief break. Uh, we'll be back momentarily with part two uh, of today's session with Dr. J.B. Hickson, uh, talking about some uh, some new information that has come to light, uh, basically through patent investigation. Isn't that right, J.B.? That's exactly right, and there have been some pretty
1: high-powered attorneys and scientists and investigators who have kind of connected the dots uh, to show us how this was all pre-planned going back uh, 22 years
0: ago. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. Uh, We're going to be getting to that information very shortly. Uh, JB, hang in there with us, and we will be back momentarily. This is the Christian Underground News Network signing off on Part 1. We'll be back momentarily for Part 2. Stay tuned.